Welcome to another episode of Daily Musings from Sacred Ground. Today I'd like to talk a little bit about St. Patrick, patron saint of Ireland. Um, as a boy, he was known as Maywin, and he was not born in Ireland. Uh, his father was an official with the Roman government on what is now Great Britain, perhaps in Scotland. His grandfather was a Catholic priest. Well, that doesn't make sense, right? But no, in those days, this is the fifth century, um, priests could marry. And so his grandfather was a priest. Um, his father's an official with the Roman government. But May Wynn, young May Wynn, is not very religious or spiritual at all, according to Patrick's own report. We, we actually have some writings along with legends that are kind of mixed and melded together. And when he's about 16 years old, um, cowhide boats come over across the Irish Sea from Ibernia, what we now call Ireland, and they land near where Patrick is and capture him and many others, take them back to Ireland as slaves. Now, these men were under the chieftain Niall. There's many chieftains in Ireland at that time, and Niall sells Maywin, Patrick, the slave, to another chieftain named Miliuk. And so this teenage boy is now forced to live outside, mostly um, among the sheep, caring for them. And he sees what has happened to him as the just punishment by God for the way he's behaved. And so he's saying a hundred prayers by day, nearly as many by night. And then after about six years, he hears this voice, uh, the voice of the angel Victor, saying, Thy ship is ready for thee. What's this mean? Thy ship is ready for thee. He's nowhere near the coast. He travels over 100 miles, makes it to the seacoast. There's a ship. And, and it's, um, it's a ship with Irish wolfhounds. Beautiful, big, beautiful dogs that are on their way from Ibernia, from Ireland, going over to England. And so he asks if he can board the ship and the captain looks at him. He could see this guy's a slave. He says, no way. Um, finally, somebody else lets him on the ship. He gets on the ship. They run into rough seas and they're thrown off course and they land somewhere, maybe somewhere in France. And they don't really know. And it's very desolate. The men from the ship are hungry. The, the, the dogs are actually, some of them are starving. Some end up starving to death. These guys are searching, hunting for some kind of food. They can find nothing. Finally, the captain, he turns to this young man now and says, you know, you say your God's powerful. You know, why don't you pray for us? And so Patrick prays and all of a sudden they come upon these wild boars and the men from the ship are able to hunt and kill some of them. They have food. Uh, but now they're keeping him as a captive because this guy's got some power, right? Well, eventually, um, Patrick, uh, somewhere uh, on continental Europe, studies for the priesthood, becomes a priest, returns back to his home and his family, and... He's having the dream visions again. But now they're not just auditory. He actually sees this angel Victor 
coming towards him, and this angel hands him a parchment. He opens it and reads it, and it says, the voice of the Irish people. And then he hears thousands upon thousands of voices calling and saying, come hither once more and walk among us. Come hither once more and walk among us. And so Patrick takes this as a sign that he is supposed to go back across that Irish Sea, go back to Ireland and share with these people about the loving kindness and compassion of Jesus. His family is saying, no way, but he feels compelled that he must go back. So he does, and he's there then for decades, spends the rest of his life there, um, dies in County Armagh, and spends his life sharing stories um, about Jesus, converting people to Christianity. Uh, and what do I take from, from this? Well, one thing that I'll, I'll say is this is the 5th century, long time ago, right? 1500, 1600 years ago. How many of us are open to dream vision? How many of us are open to voices telling us to go in new directions? We tend to pathologize that now, right? We have that all through the Judeo-Christian Bible. Uh, Joseph with his multicolored coat, he has all these dreams. Joseph, the husband of Mary, has the dreams. Jacob, the latter. There's dreams and where can they bring us to? If we're willing to listen. Some stories and legends of St. Patrick. I'm Michael Malley, and you've been listening to Daily Musings from Sacred Ground.